Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbowl Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. Welcome everyone to the 49th episode of the Metsball Accelerator podcast. Hey. Super excited to be here with yes. you guys today. It's December. It's cold outside now <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning to look like christmas it's beginning to look like christmas as you guys can see or or here and no, i'm kidding um and so you know part of you know coming to the end of the year we wanted to kind of do some episodes on some things that we kind of feel are going to have big impact uh in your business right you know obviously the new year is coming you know and then the, the the thought and the idea of what can I do this coming year to really just take my business to the next level? You know, that question is something that really starts to come into mind. Yeah. And one of the things that I feel that, you know, is, is makes the biggest difference in any business is sales, you know, talking about sales and how can we just obviously improve sales. And it's a hard thing to talk about a lot of the times. I feel specifically since we're, you know, medical spas but then we come from like a medical background a lot of the times it's a little bit tougher to have this conversation where are we selling or are we just you know solving problems and helping people and providing a service yeah providing a service and so we wanted to touch on that a little bit more guys because and i tell our when i'm doing sales meetings with like our our prospects and stuff like that when a person wants to come into the agency you know one of the things that i tell them all the time it's like in order to have a successful business you know you can't just have good marketing you know you need to have it's a game of you know marketing needs to be really good and sales needs to be just as good if not even better and if you don't have both of those elements inside of your business then it doesn't matter if you have good marketing. If your sales isn't good, then you're not going to have a successful business, and vice versa. If you right. have, you have if your sales is really good, but your marketing isn't, then you're just not going to have a successful business. So we yeah. talk a lot about marketing in the yeah. podcast. So today we want to talk a little bit more. And on we've talked sales. about marketing. Marketing. Yes. Remember? <laughs> yes. We had that episode. Sales and, um, sales and marketing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sales and marketing go together so well. Yeah. And definitely right now that it is the last quarter of the season, yes. people are kind of like making sure that they have a good plan for the following year. So definitely. Let's get on to this one. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. And, and so, you know, the first thing we want to talk about during this process is that we want to focus in on mindset. You know, it it's really hard to have a, 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 a good a good conversation about sales if we, fo- if we first don't focus on how we view sales. Yes, because I feel like that huge. is going to be the, the biggest issue when it comes to doing sales. And, and whether it's you, your technicians... Or, you know, your MPs or whoever's having this consultation, right? Um, they're the ones that are going to be doing the sale. And it's so important because, like, obviously, they're the ones that are producing the cash. And I will say that the number one reason why businesses fail is because cash flow, right? They don't right. have money coming in. And that is, you know, why, you know, 80% of businesses fail within two years, right? They don't know. They can't bring money in. And if we don't have, you know, constantly bringing in cash flow, then we're just not going to have a successful business. So, it starts with your mind, you know, what you believe it sells is, right? And, yeah. <laughs> and that is the biggest thing. And, I, and it's what I, what I said in the beginning, you know, a lot of the times we come from this society where 
we kind of see cells as a negative thing, mm-hmm. right? When we think about cells, we think about the sleazy car salesman, yes, right? Yeah, I was that, about to say. Yeah, that is always trying to sell you on this deal of the car. Trying, it, yeah, and trying to sell you not even uh, knowing what you want or need exactly. and just selling you for selling you. Yeah, and so that's the, that's the first thing that I want to say is that, you know, part of doing sales is that don't see yourselves as a salesman. You know, one of the things that... you're not. Yeah, because you're not, you know, and and I would say that, you know, one of the things that we like to kind of uh, like a little shift in how you see sales is that all sales is, is you really providing a solution to a, a specific problem. Right. Yeah. And and that is really how we like to look at sales. And, and even if you look at it in your specific situation, when you meet with somebody, you're having a consultation, right? And it's a conversation, yeah, really. It, yeah, it's a conversation. And so part of a consultation is that you will be consulting mm-hmm. on what the best solution is for their specific problem. Right. That is all, that is simply what it is, right? And it's not you just trying to sell something to somebody that they don't even need, that they never even heard of. So, you know, you know, first of all, like I want to get that mindset out where you're trying to sell you know (laughs) used cars or sell something that maybe you don't even want to be selling but you're literally selling a solution to a specific problem that this person has that they've probably actually been struggling with for years yeah you know and once you think about it that way it's a game changer because you feel like you are actually providing a good service and it that conversation with that person becomes something completely different than just a sales a sales consultant, a sales interaction, you yeah. know, just a, you know, it's inter, inter, an interaction of money, right? right? You yes. Know? And so, so it, and it becomes less about the money and more about the product and what the product will do for that person as well. Yeah. And so we you don't, know, so think we want, first of all, to kind of have you this, you know, give you this understanding that, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you're giving value and that is essentially what you're trying to provide and and what that's what yeah. it means to be a salesperson in this medical spa industry space right and exactly. so you you got to understand that you're not selling widgets but you know like we said like you're selling a specific service again that is going to solve that obligation and so one and then in, in another way that I like to look at this as well is that you know I don't like to call like even in the med spa industry, and, and we call our clients, obviously we call them clients, right? But even in the med spa industry, you either call them your patients or we call them clients. I don't like to call them customers because a customer means that somebody is just buying a commodity. And even though a lot of people might say the medical spa industry is kind of like a commodity because you're selling things that pretty much anybody can sell, we don't like to see it that way. We want to kind of move you away from that. And we want and we want you to understand you're not selling widgets, you're selling a specific service and you are obviously your consultation process is attached to this service. And so the reason why I like to say clients are consult are patients is because you actually have the moral obligation, obligation, sorry, uh, to give them the right solution to their specific problem. And so what a client means, like the word client you know, goes back down to that they're under our protection, okay? Mm-hmm. And so we need to protect this person from, you know, mis- misinformation, you know, misguidance, right? Whatever it might be, and really kind of guide them through this process to make sure that, hey, you know what? Like, this is actually going to work for you. This is going to be the best solution 
for your specific type of problem. Yeah. And so you are actually, you like, it is your moral obligation. You're more of a guide in this yeah. case. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. a guide and it's your moral, obliga- your moral obligation to not give them, maybe not sell them uh, more than they need, but also not undersell them what they actually do need to get that result that they want, right? So it's just super right. important. Uh, and so, sorry, what I had in my notes here is never allow them to buy less than they need and you can sell them more than than they need because it's actually going to get them that result that they're going to that they actually are want and that they need so it's just super important right and you just have to see it too that like you're not pushing them to do something they don't want because once you're in that consultation you're having this conversation you're asking the right questions and we'll go a little bit more like thoroughly into what the consultation like some techniques and tactics to make a good consultation but once you do know them you're going to want to give them the best result because that in in return is going to come back to you and make your make this person a loyal customer and yeah. want them to come back, right? So, yeah. so it just starts with a good sales uh, meeting and a good, like, I guess, tactic and techniques to come to make everything come together, right? For sure. And it starts with that, your mindset. Yes, so now that we kind of touched on this mindset piece, I mean, hopefully you guys found that a little bit valuable and that kind of has kind of shed some light on what it is, right? Um, I want to kind of shift over and talk a little bit about tactics that we recommend, that we've seen, that have been, worked really well. Now, not only are these tactics things that are popular in the medical medical spa industry space, but it's sales tactics that have been tried and tested in all types of industries and it's just a matter about applying those principles and kind of, you know, and, and kind of putting that through the medical spa industry space and making them your own. Right. Right. And so what we're going to tell you today, like take it, I, I want you to like take it, listen to it, digest it and then make it your own. Right. Because some things might not apply for you mm-hmm. and that is OK. Um, you know, but like I said, just take what you can try to adjust it to your specific scenario or situation and then try to implement these tactics because they w- they are going to help you. Okay. Yeah. Now, so the first thing we want to talk about, you know, Pili was saying this all the time. It's you know a consultation process and a sales process really starts with asking the right type of questions, right? You know, we've kind of seen this all the time, and where you know somebody comes in for the consultation, and maybe they initially came in because they wanted Botox, but once you start and and once you start sitting down with them, you know. It is your responsibility to find out, hey, do they actually really need Botox or do they actually need something else that might be less or it might be, you know, more, right? You know, like what is it going to get actually get them the result? And we say this all the time. It's like in the mess ball industry, since there's so much new technology coming in day in and day out, there is that unique opportunity for you to, to educate this person on what it actually is the best product or service mm-hmm. for whatever it is that they're going that they're trying to get solved right right and i feel too that uh, like we've been saying, this is going to be a conversation and you have to have a really good balance in between asking the right questions and guiding the conversation, right? Yeah. You have to be guiding the conversation and being in control of it, but also uh, setting yourself up as the expert in this case and making sure you are educating your client into what is it that exactly they need, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, having that balance, I think that it is very important because there have been... Um, 
sometimes people just want to like talk, 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 and just give them all the information, but they're not really getting to know the customer. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> the client. Yeah, the client. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of time we just go in there, we're just talking and talking and talking, but the best thing that you can do is listen. So ask great questions and then just listen to that person, yes. right? People, that, that is one of the number one things in sales that is super important. People need to feel that they're understood. They need to yes. feel like you actually understand their situation. And care for them. Yeah, and care for them because at that point, then you can actually present a solution, you know, and, and they actually feel, okay, they heard me out. Now they're, they're presenting something to me that is gonna solve the problem that I just expressed to them, right? Yes. And so, you know, and so a part of this is also building good rapport, right? Like when you come mm -hmm. in to talk with somebody, you're asking them good questions so that you can build rapport with them, you can build a relationship. Because we said all the time, like business and sales is really all just about, you know, good relationships. We do business with people we know, we like, and we trust, right? And so again, like part of building that relationship with people is just asking some good questions. So yeah. that being said, what are some good questions that you can ask whenever you're in this consultation process? Again, we're gonna give you guys some ideas. Feel free to adjust these to your specific situation, right? So, yeah. you know, one of the things, and I ask this, this question when people schedule a call with me, you know, I ask them, hey, so what motivated you to schedule a call with me today, right? Yeah. You know, in your specific situation, what motivated you to come in today? You know, and that is a really great question just to kind of get them to start spilling the beans, you know, right? Like, you know, they'll start kind of letting you know about their whole situation, what is going on in their, their life right now, the frustrations, the issues that they might be having, what they want to solve. Really. Yeah. What they've tried before and didn't work, you know, or the other bad experience that they had at this other practice and different things like that. A lot of bad experiences, guys, do come from people just not listening and that technician or the staff member or whatever that was doing the sales trying to impose a service on them just because they were trying to make a quick buck, right? Mm -hmm. And so again, super important. Mm -hmm. So a really great question to ask, what motivated you to come in today, right? Another really good question uh, beyond that, once you've asked that question, you know, saying, hey, is there a specific, specific reason why you were actually looking to get this done now, you know, versus, you know, not coming in a little bit sooner? Like what actually motivated you to want to take action, you know? And what that's gonna help you discover is, you know, do they have like a special occasion coming up? Do they have a wedding? Is it their birthday? We've had situations where, and, you know, and, and, and again, like you're, like don't be afraid to get personal because of, like you're in a personal business. Consultations, when you're working one-on-one -on -one with people, it does get personal, yeah. so don't feel too uncomfortable, right? Kind so of base it off of like, you know, what that specific scenario is. But we've had situations where our clients have told us, you know, this person started really telling me about that, you know, they had just had a death in the family and that they're recently widowed. And really right now they're just kind of in a place where they want to take care of themselves just so that they can feel better about themselves, yeah. which guys, we're in the aesthetics industry. Like that is why we do what we do, right? Obviously if we, if we look good, then we're going to feel good. And that is going to be projected into the world. And then that energy is going to be reciprocated. Right. Yeah. And that's what it is, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so don't, I mean, but at that point, right, you know, you're creating this relationship with this person, which at the end of the day, people just want to, like I said, people just want to feel understood. You know, exactly. I mean, if you're willing to hear them that. out, then a lot of the times they're going to take your advice on whatever solution you end up presenting to them. 
Yeah. Um, so I this, love that. so this one's a pretty uh, unique one, and you ha you would have to tailor this for what you're doing. But one of the things that we've kind of also like to ask, and we've had some of our clients ask as well, is you know, say so name three things that need to happen or what you would want to happen so that a year from now you can come back and tell me gosh this was my best year yet right i love that question yeah and so the the really great thing about this question is that it's gonna have this person dream about what they actually want their life to be and so i always kind of present sales in two ways right obviously somebody is here if you can see my screen you know if you're looking at us on video and then there's this gap, but they want to get to this side of the gap, right? And what you are is that guide, and you need to present to them that bridge between that gap, okay? <laughs> now, the really, now, that bridge is the service that you're going to be offering, and you are the guide that's going to walk them through that bridge, right? So they can get to their happy ending, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, that being said... What you are wanting to dig to find out is, first of all, what is their specific issue? What is the problem that they might have? And what does that problem mean to them? Like if they, if they can actually solve that problem, what does that mean to them? Right. Three, like a year from now, if they've actually solved that problem and they've gotten to the other side of this gap. Right. What does life look like now? You know, yeah. like and so we've had situations, obviously, it depends on the service. Right. But like, you know, when it comes to, let's say, losing weight or or. Or, you know, in this case, we talk about cool scoping, you know, people want to get cool scoping because we've had situations where people have said, hey, you know what, like right now, I just really don't like the way I look in pictures. I don't like the way I look when I look at myself in the mirror. And you know what, that has kind of caused me to not want to take pictures with my family and my kids. Mm -hmm. And you know what, I'm missing on I'm missing on all these memories that I could be mm -hmm. building with them on mm -hmm. pictures and different things like that, because mm -hmm. I'm too self-conscious to take a picture with, you know, with them. Right. Yeah. And so, you or know, opportunities of a work that they might be up for and they don't, oh, just yeah, don't feel confident really enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and so all of those things play a factor. Right. And so that's what you're trying to figure out. Like, how, where do they actually want to be and what does that mean for them? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good question. That is a really good question. Yeah, exactly. And also to upsell them to something else. Because maybe, maybe they just came for one specific service because they've heard of it. Maybe a friend did it and they that, that's all they know. Mm -hmm. So during these questions, you're going to get some answers as to, okay, well, maybe they don't need just one service, but they need... Uh, like a package of services um, yeah. that will complement well with each other and give them the result that they really want. Yeah. So good. this is a great way for you to, you know, give them a little bit more of other services that you might have and upsell them. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome point. Um, now, this next question is, again, trying to kind of dig in deeper as to what their specific challenge or problem might be right so in mm -hmm. one of the another question that you can ask is is there a specific reason why you were looking into this service okay um so you know and, and so because sometimes you might ask this question and you're going to get a very like shallow answer i guess <laughs> you know and so based off obviously you feeling the room then you know if you should dig in deeper or not right every yeah. person's going to be different some people don't want to you know, they just want to go in there and get it done. And that's it. That's you know it. what I mean? No like social it's, it's, yeah, it's just a transaction for them. They don't care about building a relationship. Obviously, we're all about relationships. We believe that we should build relationships more often than not, because that is more often going to turn into a lifetime customer. Yes. And that is what we want. So 
play it by ear, right? But obviously you have these lists of questions as your arsenal that you can use to try to dig in a little deeper. If in a situation like that came to me, I would ask a secondary question yeah. and, uh, and see if I could actually get more out of it. If, I, my, if I'm feeling like this person maybe isn't too into it, then I would just move on to the next thing and so on and so forth, right? Uh, but again, giving your, your guys some kind of some firepower that you can use when you're, uh, when you're doing this. Another question is, uh, once you've explained, you know, obviously the service or different things like that, that, you know, based off what you found out, they want to get solved. You know, two really good questions is, how do you think this service can help you get the results that you're looking for? Okay. Or do you see how this service can actually help you get the result that you're looking for? Okay, now this is a very strategic question, okay? Yeah. The reason this question is very good is because at this point, you're not trying to sell the person. You want this person to, for one, to make sure that they actually understand what the service is and how it's going to help them. And as a result of that, they're going to be basically selling themselves. Yes. <laughs> You know, and, and so it's like a, a cool little hack because at that point, you're not doing the selling. They're selling themselves on how this actually will get them the result that they want, you know. Yeah. This question is great after you've explained the technology, kind of yes. like how it works, the results that they might get. And it's just a really good ending question to that yeah. that will exactly like convince themselves onto like, yes, this is yeah. exactly what I need and yeah. get them excited about yeah. it. Yeah, and so like, because you already, you understood the problem, you understood where they want to be, right? And then once you kind of explain the solution, how it works and all that stuff, then you can say, hey, well, so do you actually see? And you want them to confirm, right? You want them to say yes, okay? And like, yes, so do you actually see how getting cool scoping done is going to get you, you know, that, that reduction in those areas that you want? And as a result, you know, you're like, you have the potential to like solve all these issues that you were telling us about. And then you want them to say, yes, like I actually do feel that way. Or they might actually say, you know what? No, I didn't understand anything you just said. <laughs> right? Yes. And, and then a lot of more questions are going to come yeah, out Yeah, and a lot of questions so, might come out. So mm -hmm. it's a really great question to ask because one, you want to confirm that they have an understanding of it. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously going to be important for you because if they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to drop like 20 pounds and I'm going to look like a bikini model. Obviously, you know, because cool sculpting doesn't do that. right? <laughs> and so, you know, our, it is the time for a little bit more of education yeah, too. Uh, <laughs> and it also will help, you know, like, OK, where did I go wrong in my pitch? Right. Where am yeah. I like in, in this sense, giving the, the explanation maybe a little bit different for each person? Yeah. So that, that's a really strategic question, guys. You know, use it to the best of your ability. Yes. And uh, okay, so another kind of piece of advice that we have is that try your best to drop the jargon as much as you can, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the idea here is that confusion kills everything. Yes. <laughs> and if people actually feel confused then they're not like they're not going to be able to justify the price or the service towards them because they can't even explain it to themselves okay mm -hmm. uh, or and if they go home and you know let's say you know yeah. i go buy something and I can't even explain it to Beely, then she's going to be very upset, right? And vice versa. You Why know? did you spend so much money on that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, you want to make sure you drop the jargon and instead use things like metaphors, similes, analogies, yeah. use actual stories, right? 
um, case studies, okay, visuals. Uh, visuals, you know, and so a lot of the times, like, you know, even if you do have to say something that is a little bit more of a technical, you know, a technical term, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, we do a lot of cool sculpting, so I'll just say cryopoly- cryopolysis, whatever it's called, right? <laughs> so you can say that word in your consultation, but then you quickly go to mm-hmm. explain it, which is, mm-hmm. oh, simply just the death of cells by freezing them, right? Yeah. You know. And even cool sculpting themselves have that simile, uh, well, with the popsicles, right? Yeah, the popsicles. And, you know, why is cool sculpting so big? Obviously, they have their marketing down. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. think that story of that little kid with the popsicle and sucking on it, and then they discover that they had dimples. Like, you don't think that isn't manufactured, or not manufactured, but, I mean, like, honestly. It's a really good visual. Yeah, it's a like really that. good visual. Or, like, oh, it's kind of like that stick of butter. You know, when you st- put a stick of butter into the fridge and freezes a lot faster that's what cool scoping is fat freezes faster than your actual skin so or your muscles so therefore we're going to go in there we're going to freeze the fat all of a sudden <laughs> i'm thinking of all these things in my head all that imagery comes to my head and now i can understand it and now i can go home and explain it to somebody else okay yeah and so that is the thing you want to make sure computer because here's the thing like your brain doesn't want you to burn calories, okay? Like, your <laughs> brain is trying to preserve as much calories as possible because it wants you to survive. So when you're not, like, and this is actually, uh, there's a very great book um, you guys should check out. It's called Story Brand by Donald Miller. He talks about how to, he's yeah. a very famous writer, and he actually talks about how you should leverage stories in your marketing and your sales, and it's something, you know, something that we yeah. try to implement as much as we can. Because stories have a very unique way of actually uh, resonating with people. Like if you actually, if you really think about it, and this is one of the examples that he gives. Now I can give you this example because he communicated to me very effectively using stories. Now I can say it to you, right? So you see how that works, okay? Now he says that hey, when you, you remember, like when you go and you're reading a book or you're actually at the movies, do you know, like, do you recall ever daydreaming? The, the answer is usually no, right? If I'm reading a book or if I'm actually watching a movie and I'm engaged in the story, I stop daydreaming. And the 90% of our day consists of us being in our heads and daydreaming about things that could potentially happen through the rest of our lives, right? And that is just the way things go for us, you know? But when you actually engage in a story, your mind stops and it gets engaged in this story. And, now, and so again, right, it talks about how you as a business can then communicate effectively using stories. So again, guys, a super great way. Now, what is a great story to tell? Tell a success story, right? Tell yeah. a story about one of your other patients who had a very similar situation, but and then you actually presented this same solution for them and they got the result that they were looking for and now they live happily ever after, right? Typical story, okay? <laughs> you know? And yes. so, and so, you know, try to leverage these things, right? So, you know, drop the jargon, try your best to communicate. And so that's what I was saying, like, your brain doesn't want to burn calories, okay? So the, the, so the less confused it is, right, then the, the easier, the easier it is going to be for them to process and to ultimately justify that purchase to themselves and then ultimately want to make that investment. Yeah. I went on a, on a rant there. I got super passionate. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's so true. Yeah. Um, I mean, stories take everything to a next level. And that's exactly what we do also. Like with social media, that's why social media is so big. It's all about yeah. the stories. Yeah. 
okay, so you've identified the problem, <laughs> you've presented the solution, you know, identify where they want to be, you presented the solution, right? And then now you've, they, they understood it, okay? Um, so, you know, the next thing that I usually like to do is through this process is, and we say this all the time, like, what is your value proposition, right? If I'm your ideal customer, why should I choose you versus somebody else? Because the reality is that a lot of people come with this idea that, hey, I'm going to go and shop around, you know, and, and that's just the way the market is. You know, unfortunately, we can't avoid it. The best thing we, the best thing we can do is prepare for it, right? Yeah. And so give them a reason why, like give them a reason why they should choose you versus somebody else, whether that might be that you might just like what makes you different or what makes you better, you know? And so feel free to kind of drop those like little things here and there without sounding like trying to brag about yourself too much, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, one of the best things you can do is have somebody else brag for you. That's why testimonials and case studies are a really great way. We call them wingmen, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, don't be afraid to brag about yourself. I mean, if you worked really hard to getting your like cool sculpting masters or whatever that might look like, like you should tell them about it, you know? Yeah. Make them feel comfortable. It, it will make them feel more comfortable it, that they it are It really in goes hands. back down to how things are set. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then so, you know, obviously, once you've kind of done that, right, then it becomes the time to show the price, right? What is the investment going to be? Yeah. And, and that's something I don't know if you noticed, but I use the word investment a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't like to say the word cost. I don't like to say the word price because it is an investment. And I want people to see it that way because they are investing in themselves. Yeah. It is an investment at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. And so I don't like to, so that's a very strategic thing that you can do as well. Like little things like that, little tweaks that you can make in your presentation are going to make the a whole amount of difference because it's all about how people are perceiving what you're presenting to them. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a lot of the things that one of the things that you can do when it comes to presenting the price is one, obviously presenting different packages. And this goes back down to like pricing psychology right? How you mm -hmm. present packages and using price anchoring and different things like that, you know, and honestly, it works. So why not implement it, right? You know, why not present different packages based off of what we know that they actually want, right? So we can give them a package that we just gives them what the immediate problem that they need to solve right now. And then we can present another package that's a little bit better. And then ultimately, the bigger package, which is more of a package that is going to be about their the cosmetic journey per se right that is going to not only solve the immediate problem but maybe the other things that you uncovered during the consultation process mm -hmm. and check it out the only reason you're able to do this is because you actually spent the time with them to understand what's where going they, on in their lives and what where are, they want to go yeah where do they want to go you know and so that is the only way that you can actually present these three different packages so the cool thing about price anchoring is that obviously uh, people do tend to go with that middle package a yeah. lot of the times, right? Because mm -hmm. they're going to feel like, oh, well, if I, if I splurge, I don't want to feel like I splurge too much and I don't want to be the cheapest person in history. <laughs> so I'm going to go with this middle package because it is the most price 
you know, reasonably or, or you know, like it's more, more sensible. Comfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's more it's the more sensible purchase. I made a, a good purchasing decision. Right. Yeah. And that's how people want to feel a lot of the times. And it's your job to make them feel that way, that they made a wise purchasing decision. And that's what people want. At the end of the day, nobody wants to invest in something that is not going to get them the result that they want or that they're going to feel that they invested their money wrongfully, you know, like, yeah. so it's your goal to make them feel like they made a wise purchasing decision and presenting packages is a really great way to do that. Now, yeah. what are some things that you can actually do to get them to come on onto this bigger package, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously we can get, you're going to have that type of person that, you know what, money isn't a thing. They want to spend on themselves. They're at a stage in their life where they've you're taking care of their kids or, you know, maybe they don't have other responsibilities and they just want to focus on. They just want to treat them. Yeah, they want to treat themselves. Um, <laughs> sorry, as a reference. Uh, and so, you know, you're going to have those people that spend on the bigger package. Now, what I usually always recommend is that, you know, again, give them a reason why they should buy that package. You know, give yeah. them a reason why. So a lot of the times, obviously, that package is going to have the most savings. Um, it's going to be the most value. Right? That's what I was going to say. At this point, you can already, um, you know, set the, what the value of this overall package will, will look like, right? Yeah. So, um, obviously, like, you're going to, you're already, like, selling them on what the future for them will look like because you've already asked these questions, you already know what they want, and you want to kind of have them thinking about, like, well, how, what, what's better, you know, the money that I've saved or the time well spent here and yeah. the time that I'm spending feeling better about myself yeah so you want to make sure that they can have that inner conversation you yeah know? no and that's really good what Billy said like selling them on the future and so you know and one of the things that you can say when it comes to that is like let's say you present the package like so you know what like you know so I'm pre today I'm presenting to you three different packages you know the first and then you go into explain them so the first pack package includes this this and that and basically, based off our conversation, you know, we identified that, you know, you really wanted to maybe get rid of these wrinkles. So these are just basically going to kind of solve that problem. Now, I also presented these two additional packages here because I know we also talked about that you wanted to not only get rid of these wrinkles, but maybe you wanted to work on, you know, let's say your lips mm -hmm. or let's say your neck or let's say on these body areas or different things like that. And, you know, based off when we asked you about how, what you wanted to see in the future, you know, you mm -hmm. know, you talked about these things. So I am also presenting some packages where if you actually buy in bulk or you invest a little bit more today, we can actually get you a better some better savings on that if you do want to do it. So then you're selling them on this future. You've referenced. Mm -hmm. Right. What their initial challenge was and you're solving that problem. And then you understood it. that you understood it. Right. So you actually re, 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 reiterated, sorry, that back to them, which in that sense makes them feel understood. Yeah. And then beyond that. Right. You know, you presented a package that is going to also solve that other issues that they've been struggling with. And you're and then you begin to sell them on that future. Right. Mm -hmm. So really big thing. And a lot of the times also it's uh, about upkeeping. Right. So yeah. this is also a great opportunity for you. If you do have some memberships, oh, you're going to throw them good. in there as well. Yeah, because... yeah memberships are awesome. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah, so selling them on the future and letting them know like, hey, just like, you know, you need to upkeep your car and maybe your home or whatever that look like. Then this investment on up upkeeping for yourself is a great way of like getting those goals that you want in the long term. Definitely. Yeah, that's really good. So, okay. So 
I'm, what I'm going to move towards and talk about now is talking a little bit more about different tactics that you can use to close the sale. Okay. Now that's, again, take these for what they are, yes. adjust them, make them fit your business and the way that and, you want to do business. Yeah. Right. And each conversation might look a little bit different. Each conversation right? is going to look different. Right. So mm -hmm. there's this concept called limited time offers or one time offers. So one of the things that you can say to potentially close the sale right then and there, right? And so, again, we're going back to this question that we always say, which is what can I do to incentivize this person to take action today versus tomorrow, right? Because you already know, and it's not something to feel bad about because you already know that this solution is going to solve their problem. So if you are 100% believe that this solution is going to solve their problem, yeah. then it is your responsibility to get them to make a decision what, and for them to overcome their fear or whatever other situation that they might be going through, right? Yeah, and you might find a lot of people that are, you know, those those people that want to do all the research before they end up doing something or you're gonna find the people that, you know, the procrastinators too, that they might just, ah, maybe later, I don't know, I'll come back to it. So this is a great way of doing it because you're giving them that incentive, that little like action and yeah. people love that. And I usually always like to do like, you present these, but obviously you wanna be very careful in like not pressuring them. Like you're just right. giving them, hey, here's a carrot. You know what I mean? Like if you want to, if you want to move now, <laughs> there's some special perks for yeah. it, right? You know, because I, I, like, and I say this all the time, obviously it benefits me if you become a client or a patient sooner than later, but I would also say it benefits you because I know that we can help you, right? And I know we can get you the, the result that you're looking for. So, I mean, I, I but I can't help you unless you buy this. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you unless you actually do, you know, take us up on this solution. Yeah. So, you know, here are just some incentives if you do want to take action today. But if you don't, hey, no pressure. You can take this home, think about it, mm -hmm. and then just give, you know, whenever you are ready, mm -hmm. just get back to right. us, right? Another way of, a great way of saying it is like, oh, actually, right now, we have this special going on. So this is a great time for you to start oh, yeah. your investment. So maybe you've had this uh, limited time offer for a really long time, but they might not know that, right? Because yeah. that is something that you're just doing within the consultation. Yeah. So doing saying it that way, kind of just presents them like, hey, this is a great opportunity. This is the time for you to do it. Yeah. So think no more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and so, okay, so the one-time offer is like, hey, if you're willing to make an investment today, we'll get you this additional amount of savings. So if you buy the biggest package mm -hmm. and if you, you know, let me know, by today, we will get you this extra savings on this package. That is a one-time offer. It's only available right now during this consultation. Mm -hmm. Or alternatively, you know, one of the biggest challenges that people have is that they'll say something like, oh, well, let me go home and think about it, or let me go talk to my spouse, et cetera, right? Yeah. And that puts you in a position where you have to be chasing them down and we don't want that because in, in sales, you know, we talked about like being the alpha, you know, you want to be in control of the situation and you don't want to feel like you're desperate for money because that's going to kill the sell. Okay. Yes. Uh, and so, and so, but it's, so in order to kind of change that dynamic, one of the things that you can say is like, Hey, so, you know, it just for being a new client, you know, our new clients, like for a new patient special right now is that we're going to give you an additional $200 off. It's fine, you know, by all means, go home and think about it. Um, if, but if you're willing to let us know within the next three days, then we can get you these additional savings on, on your package, right? I don't know. It's either savings or you can include an additional service that they know they really want or something like that. But what that's going to do is that that's, that's going to put you in the driver's seat 
And that is going to take away the chasing that you have to do to follow up with this person. What I would do is that two days, three days later, I would just send them a quick email or a quick text or a phone call. Just letting you, hey, I just want to check in with you. You know, we talked about getting this special, special offer. If you're willing to let us know in three days, I just want to check in and see if you still want to do it. Yes. Awesome. No. Okay. Well, thank you. We, you know, we hope to see, you know, see you again sometime. Right. Mm-hmm. But that at least kind of put gives them a reason why they should get back to you versus you having That's to chase them down. That's what I was going to say. It kind of puts the person that you're trying to sell like, okay, I only have three days to think about it. I need to convince my spouse right now yeah. that I need to do this. Because that's the thing, like procrastination <laughs> is a big thing and you want, you don't want to make sure that people just don't procrastinate, you know, because you know they are. You're like, that's just the way we are as humans, right? We want to procrastinate. We don't want to do specific yeah. things, right? And so it's your job to, again, try to eliminate that as much as possible by giving Mm -hmm. them something in return. Yeah. Another great way of like getting that phone call again after the the three days is just calling them and asking them, hey, we talked about this. Did you have any other questions that I can answer so you can um, so you can get this offer today? This is the last day to do so. So then that way to your if they do have more questions, they need a little bit more convincing. You can always go back, get this as feedback and see maybe in your next consultation. What is it that you need to add on to it for the next person? Definitely. Yeah, that's good. Plus, uh, it also makes them feel really cared for because yeah, they're like, you're taking oh, the time yeah. to reach out to them, right? right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so, you know, the next things here is that I always say like, uh, and so when you're presenting these packages, one of the mm-hmm. things that you can say is like, hey, and if you want to actually lock in this one-time deal or the extra savings, you can just give us a, you know, let's just say a 25% deposit today. Mm-hmm. That'll get you locked in on the special savings. And then you just have, tw- and then, you know, it's uh, and then, uh, but and, and as long as you let us know in 24 hours, you know, if you want, if you change your mind, you can come in and cancel it or 40, you know, whatever, 48 we'll, hours, et cetera, we'll 36 hours. You yeah, we'll reimburse you or whatever. Okay. So that is actually a really great way to kind of get them locked in because a lot of times if they already gave an, an initial deposit, then then obviously they're going to like, it's most likely that they do end up doing mm-hmm. it. Right. Also, it's, and a you're great... giving them an out too. So yeah. it's very justifiable for them to actually do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's also uh, a good way to kind of really know who is uh, lying about the, I need to talk to my spouse about it and just kind of using it as a, you know, and actually who, whoever is really interested and yeah. actually needs to talk to their spouse because they might be like, okay, I'll put the, the deposit right now. I'll go talk to my spouse about it. And if, if he says no for whatever reason, then I can cancel. No yeah, and I, actually, so yeah, it's like if you know if they want to lock in the special deal, right? They can leave a deposit. They have three days to get back to you, uh, and that actually is a really, a, a really sweet deal, I would say. You know, because yeah. because <laughs> when you present the price, that has resistance, right? And everything we're trying, everything we're talking about right now is our elements for you to lower that barrier of resistance. So what mm-hmm. can you do to lower that barrier and, you know, get kind of get more people into your side of the swimming pool, right? Uh, <laughs> and so, okay, now here's another little point for you guys. It says uh, their heart is convinced, but you need to give them logic, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is super important because you want to make them feel like they're getting a really good deal. A yes. lot of the times, like I, like my heart is sold. You know, I like obviously, like you know, we we buy based off emotion, yes. right? And so, based off that emotion, like my heart, like right, our heart is set on. You know what? I really want this one thing, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, but a lot of times we can't justify it. 
you know, there isn't the logic there to help to help us make this investment. And part of it, and this is sounds pretty hilarious, but the part of it is that a lot of the times, you know, sometimes we feel guilty purchasing different things, right? Maybe if they're a little bit more extravagant or we're if we're actually splurging on ourselves, we feel guilty about it for some reason. It's just the way that we are, right? So a lot of the times we need that logic to be able to explain it to other people so that we don't sound like jerks, right? And let's just be honest, like that's just like what it is, right? So for or vain, or, or yes, or veins, right? And I'll give you a good example, right? I recently bought a new TV that I didn't need, okay? <laughs> I really wanted that TV for my office, okay? And the way that I really wanted it, but I couldn't justify myself why I needed another TV, okay? But the way that I was able to justify it was that I got a good deal on it. First of all, I didn't buy a brand new TV. I got an open box from Best Buy, okay? <laughs> and obviously that made it more affordable. And on top of that, I had all these gift certificates because we use our Best Buy credit card and we had like $90 in points, okay? So I ended up paying like a, I ended up paying for like a 50 inch 4K TV for like $70, which was amazing. Now, to me, that's a great deal you can't pass up on. So I was sold on it, and then I had the logic to back it up, right? <laughs> and to explain to the wife. And explain to the wife why, here, he why bought I bought this another TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so, okay, so you want to give people logic. Now, everything we're talking about right now, the good deals, the one-times offer, the, the leaving the deposit, and then canceling it, those are all things that are giving them logic and giving them good reasons why they should invest because hey you know what not only is it going to get me the result i want but it's a really great opportunity yeah you know exactly i uh, love it yeah <laughs> i mean it was a great offer you couldn't pass that yeah up. i couldn't pass that yeah. up. come on guys uh okay uh now next thing is uh risk reversals 